This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody, this week to another post-draft edition, part one of the Basement Bookers podcast this week. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about uh, the draft that occurred this past Friday on SmackDown, speculation on what's going to happen on Monday, what's going to happen next Friday, and everything in between. My name is Jerry. You call me Basement Jerry. That's that's the thing I use. The man that time forgot. And with me here every time, forever, is the man that just plain forgot. Rich the Riz. You know, I'd say it's my favorite pastime, but it's I hate forgetting. It just happens to be something I'm very, very good at. You show no signs of hating it. I hear you. I don't, I don't well, know. You I, have no hate in your heart. I take my and my fish oil every day. Uh, I health. think what you need to do is uh, look up brain foods. Because I think there's foods specifically that do that too. So do that on top of your regimen of fish oil and ginkgo biloba. Maybe you should try some snake oil too. That works, I think. Nah, no I think snake, snake oil. oil will cure all your ails. Nah, no snake From oil. What Maybe I understand. Uh, avocados, I think. Or brain. Uh, yeah, sure. Avocados. Maybe have yourself a avocado shake. Throw some kale in there. It doesn't sound tasty. Throw moist. some uh, quinoa. Why don't I just uh, have eat some uh, chips and guac? You know, you know what you should do? I think here's my solution, and I think you should follow this. Would you head to your local McDonald's Ugh. and uh, get the greasiest Big Mac you could possibly get? And just eat yourself to death. And then you'll be fine. It's been like 15 Don't, years since I've had a Big Mac. I know. It's. I think it's time. I think it's time to break the uh, the cycle. Just try one. I think that's what we'll do. We'll do that when, we, when we're in our... Uh, when, I'm in, when I turn 40, we'll go get a Big Mac. If uh, at that time we're allowed to uh, go anywhere and we're not in uh, prison camps. Are you planning on turning 41? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you can't. I don't plan for anything, really. I, I think I plan for the area, like around. Okay. All right. So I, I have some time to mentally prepare myself for uh, that that freaking belly bomb. Yeah, man. Don't worry. You just take a nice dump and you'll be fine. It'll be like it never happened. You, you, since it's been like fifteen years, or it'll be even more, you'll you'll probably it'll probably take you two or three weeks to get over it. I think probably, you know. But I, I'm not a doctor. Indeed, I was. I thought we lost connection for a second. No, I was waiting for a follow up to that. <laughs> no, just stating fact. Not a doctor. Gotcha. <coughs> okay, so Rich, why don't you? Since you're here with your winning personality, uh, why don't you, why don't you tell us, tell us a story? It's my segment. Tell, this is my segment. This is your segment. This is a segment where you say stuff that you stole off the internet. Fake news acquired. about real sports 
and entertainment. And I'm gonna like react, respond to it. Like I'll react to it. Like, oh no, I can't believe it. Or oh, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Is it? Yes. All right. So if there's not one news item where I say that's incredible, <laughs> you are a liar. Well, I think there'll be two. Um, you fake news. Yeah. This past Thursday, uh, the man formerly known as Alberto Del Rio was indicted on charges of aggravated kidnapping by a grand jury in San Antonio. We discussed the situation uh, back in May. According to News for San Antonio, he allegedly quote tied the woman's hands with boxing straps, put a sock in her mouth, and sexually assaulted her for several hours using various objects, and, quote, punched her in the back during the assault, causing visible injuries. He could face five years to life for, ag- for the aggravated kidnapping charge for a conviction in the first degree, or a minimum of two years and a fine of up to $10,000 for a second degree conviction. So this is not good for Paige's ex-boyfriend. What a great way to start this podcast uh, with such graphic content just right there. <laughs> a little warning. Like, I even forgot about it. <coughs> like, I forgot it was that crazy. You literally messaged me on Facebook about it like an hour ago. Yeah. The sentence, maybe, or that he was indicted. Yeah. I don't. I didn't remember the specificity. Like, the specificity. Specificity? Specific. Specifics. specifics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Marty Jannetty, one tab over. Oh, more him? More Marty Jannetty. So more Marty Jannetty trying to save wrestling. Or something. I don't know what he's trying to save, but it's. I don't think it's himself at this point. So he was on um, the Hannibal TV. I, I don't know if it's a podcast or a TV show or what. Um, so this is in regard... This is regarding... A story, what Marty was claiming was a wrestling storyline, right? That I believed him. Huh? I believed him. Right. That tied back to an event that may or may not have happened when he was 13 and was trying to buy drugs from a, from a guy, from a coworker who was gay and the guy touched him inappropriately and so he picked up a piece of concrete and clocked him in the temple and killed him. And and brought him to a local river and dumped dumped the body, as one does. Right. So to elaborate on this, he he was on the show, and the host just let him talk. Poor Marty. Now, <coughs> I'm I'm gonna read what Marty said. I'm gonna read the transcription of what Marty Janay said about this entire situation. Okay? Alright. You know, once the police got involved, I don't want to say police. Once the GBI, which is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, got involved, it got serious, and I was just trying to set up a storyline. I have to say that right now, because you know it was 40 years ago, and you know what kills me? They don't care about that 13-year-old getting raped. It's like, oh, you killed somebody. What do you think he was going to do to me after he raped me? Because so many rape victims get murdered afterward. I was 13 years old. 13. You know, as a grown-up or any kids listening to this, you say what you think, but when it actually happens, I didn't expect that reaction. I hit him in the brick. I said it was a brick. It was a piece of concrete thing. And you know, if you hit someone in the temple, very vulnerable. Evidently, I hit him too hard and he died right there. Me and my nephew poured gasoline on the body and we burned the body up. 
He said the entire body didn't burn and, quote, there were so many bone things that we dug a hole and put the bones in there. Here's what sticks with me. I'm still quoting here, by the way. A 13-year-old boy was getting raped and you're mad at him. You know, when it comes down to it, people just want to make people feel better about themselves. All people want to do is put MJ down. You're a murderer, 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 murderer. You try to put your dick in my ass and you'll be next. End quote. Uh, and then what happened? <laughs> I don't know. But now, now he now he's setting fire to the dead body and burying what's left over with his nephew. He's 13. How old is your nephew? Well, sometimes people will have, like, a nephew that's, like, the same age as them. Right. Or maybe older. Right. But, like, maybe some backstory on, on this nephew accomplice that you had when you were 13. Yeah. So he originally said the what was it the so Hattach- he did Hattach- kill him Hattahoochee River or something like that. Had a Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. Very memorable. Yeah, Chattahoochee River. So they got to look for. Well, no, you can't just look for a friggin' dug up site. Fucking bones in it. It's gonna be all over. What the fuck is it like? I, I don't know. Is this still a wrestling storyline? I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if he also got hit in the head with a brick of concrete a little too hard. I, I think, like, over his career, maybe he gotten the equivalent of it. Like, if you think about it, repeatedly? Probably. I think Mario Gennetti, or MJ, as he apparently refers to himself. I mean, it's the same thing. Right, Michael Jackson, I think, was the original MJ, really, and then Michael Jordan. Yes, they were the first people to ever do that. This is fact. Right, but specifically the initials MJ. Yeah. Like, I think... Uh, it's it's like a popular thing people do. Like, uh, Ma- Magic Johnson didn't do that. Yeah, because Magic Johnson's better than MJ. True. I call myself Magic Johnson. I don't know. I I don't know what to think of <laughs> this entire story. I think they got to get that guy from that show that corners friggin' pedophiles. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. I think they got to get him to sit this guy down and but get a friggin' psychologist a and a um uh what should we call it? Lie detector to figure mm-hmm. this shit out. Yeah, but he's not though. Like. He's a victim. He's saying he's a victim. I... Yes. Yes, he is. And he was only defending himself. Right. And he's saying he defended himself a little too hard. With one shot to the head with a brick of concrete. And I get it. Yeah, sometimes you could defend yourself too hard, I feel. I I think this this would be a case of involuntary manslaughter. You know, like self-defense. But, like, try finding evidence from fucking, what, 40, 40 years ago, he's saying. Well, there's no statutes of limitation on murder. Someone would have to officially charge him with murder, though. They would. I know. To do that, you need a body. 
or remains, I should say, in this case. Yeah, that's rough. Well, we'll see that he gets the help he needs. <laughs> I, I don't know what to... I'm not laughing like it's funny or something. I'm just like, this is this is real life. <laughs> uh, you try just that quote. You try to put your dick in my ass, and you'll be next. <laughs> I think he was awarding the DJ because uh, it was on a radio show, right? <laughs> I don't know what it was. Han- it's called Hannibal TV. Hannibal TV. Oh, I, dude, I don't even, wow, I, I don't, freaking wow, like, <laughs> uh, it's nuts, 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 what a great wrestling storyline, you better believe it. This is literally crazy, literally. Well, yeah, I would say so. Moving on. Continuing in the uh, criminality of pro wrestling. Sarah Stock- What's your favorite part? Huh? What's your favorite part? It is. No, not really. Sarah Stock was arrested in Evansville, Indiana on Sunday morning on charges of aggravated battery, disorderly content, conduct, being drunk in public, and resisting arrest. She has since been released. We have no other details yet. Wow. Sarah Stock, former trainer at the Performance Center, former... Um, talent on Impact. As uh, Sarita. Elias. Sarita. <clears throat> oh, one more on the legal side of things. Matt Riddle's accuser, Samantha Tavel, aka Cindy Cartwright. This is depressing. Yes. Uh, she's suing Matt Riddle, WWE, Evolve, and an unnamed founder of Evolve, which is presumably Gabe Sapolsky. For $10 million each, for what she's claiming to be a series of sexual assaults perpetrated by Riddle between 2017 and 2020. She further alleges that she was fired from Evolve in January of 2020 after standing up to Riddle and suggests that she was fired due to, quote, issues with talent, though Evolve was advertising her via Twitter as performing with them until March when COVID started canceling shows. Bro. So... I don't know. Supposedly WWE Ray did their own investigation, and that's why they haven't pulled Riddle from TV or anything, but this might change a thing or two. I don't know. <sighs> Crazy shit. Uh, well, I guess you're innocent till proven guilty. Yes. <coughs> Unless you're Mario Gennetti, in which case you're innocent until you just keep talking. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Just stop talking, Marty. Just That's all it. you have to do. Just stop talking about it. Don't like, give us more details. Don't give us more details. That's the easiest details. thing to do. Yeah, don't, like, don't give us any more details. Like, the most part, the most you can do is, like, let's, anytime somebody asks you about it, because it's like, you can't resist. I think it's because he's a narcissist. Like, you can't resist talking about yourself and things that happen to you. I guess. So, it's like, there's... No, like most of us have like this filter thing mm-hmm. or like a tact where they're like, I guess I should stop doing this yeah, and just move on with my life mm-hmm. and like not bury myself. But it's like some 
people have like this magnet for like their foot into their mouth. Yep. Like just like brief just real quick, it's 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 basically like everybody knows it's pretty much what the president does. Like he can't not answer a question yeah. and just say a thing. <laughs> just, all he had all he has to do is really not say a thing mm-hmm. and he'll be fine, but he just says things. Yes. So yeah, just, that's, that's kind of ba- it's basically like that. I kind of feel like the next the next detail that Mario's going to give us is it's going to be a little bit of trouble. He's like, "Did you know that dogs just can't resist playing fetch with a femur?" Maybe. <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm just a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. <laughs> oh man. Okay, injuries. So, where's? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, as revealed on NXT this week, Finn Balor suffered a fractured jaw in two places in his match against Kyle O'Reilly. Great match. But wrestling's about. fake. Yeah. Uh, since it's a fracture and not a break, he's not expected to miss more than a few weeks of action. Thankfully, heal that up well, buddy. Yeah, that was rough. I saw the picture. Mm. Yeah, like he he wasn't bleeding from the mouth. Um. Until literally like the last minute or two of the match, so I so it had to have happened late. I think the you know when when you see a picture of like a tooth injury, your teeth hurt sympathetically. Yeah, like I'm kind of getting that a little bit now. So like you know the the picture of the X-ray that he showed where there's a uh, what looks like a fracture right behind a tooth. I, yes, I think that's the one that was bleeding. I had to have been because I like it was probably bleeding from like that tooth spot. See, you could get blood without blading. Absolutely. You could get blood without doing dumb shit. You get blood by having an actual great wrestling match. I feel like you're it's talk- possible. I feel like you're talking about the dog collar match. I feel like I'm talking about everything Cody does. <laughs> and we'll get into the dog collar match because, uh, boy, do I have a lot to say about that. Good, good, good. I got a lot to say about AEW in general lately. Spoiler alert. <coughs> Great, but continue. Yes. Uh, Mickey James revealed an interview with SoCal Val and Victoria. I think it's called the GAW Podcast, uh, Grown Ass Women, apparently. Yeah, I've heard of this. I've heard of this GAW podcast. Yeah. So she says she suffered a broken nose in her match against Zelina Vega on the 21st of September. And she underwent surgery to fix some dislocated cartilage, but she should be back in a few weeks. Great. Uh, with Ivar out for the immediate future, Viking Raider Eric announced on Instagram that he decided to take care of a surgical screw that was protruding into his triceps for the past few years, which is kind of crazy. That's kind of a smart move. Like, th- instead of getting buried on raw underground, yeah. just like take care of your business. While your partner's out. Right. Speaking of Raw Underground, undefeated Raw Underground, quote, superstar. Sorry for the quote there. Riddick Moss also revealed on Instagram that he's out with a torn ACL, which he worked through on Underground and Main Event. Did he tear? Oh, you don't know when he tore his ACL. Don't know when, but he said he was working through it for a while. It could have been not at Raw Underground. Right. Like... At this day and age, you say, "Listen, I tore my ACL." Yeah, like you're not you're not made of venting with Roman Reigns, buddy. Well, part part of the post, and like he he listed some accomplishments, some, some things he did while working through the torn ACL, including like a ten foot broad jump 
which I think is insane with a freaking torn ACL. Yeah, but you're not doing yourself any favors. Right now, you're bragging about being a retard. I, yeah, I think that's yeah that that's that's what he's doing. But is um, that his gimmick? Um, alleged retard. No. Oh. Um, because you gotta be careful with that word. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's um, right. um. So like he's he's talking about the uh the Riddick routine or something like that. The, it's a little the Riddick ridiculous. regimen. That's it. He's trying to hype the Riddick regimen, which is his gimmick. And if, yes, if he really further takes destroy that bar, yourself, he could be the next Simon Dean. Yeah, he no. I I don't think he has the personality, if at all. Not for the Simon system, that's for sure. No, that's a requirement of a Simon system. How are you gonna? You can't if the character was basically like an infomercial guy. Mm-hmm. You gotta have some kind of charisma, and to do that, mm-hmm. like it's sales. Yeah, it is. Poor Nova. What? That was a great gimmick. It was, but it was it was a go nowhere gimmick. It's like, oh, maybe you'll maybe you'll hold the U.S. or IC title for a couple weeks. Oh, are you are you Vince McMahon? Do you also think people nobody gives a damn about the Intercontinental Championship? No, I'm just saying that that's how Vince and Creative think. I don't think I don't think being the IC champion is go nowhere. No, but they'll sometimes just put it on a comedic ca- character, Santino. Like, I don't. That is I don't really think, not just not going to go anywhere else. I get it, but I don't think Rick Rude was ever world champion, and he was IC champion, I believe, at some point. True, and I'm not trying to downplay the IC title. I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that. I guess it did come off like I was, like I was doing that. Yeah, kinda, but it's okay. You know, top, top of the dome. You know how it happens. Like the best thing that could happen to you is is like a an IC champion beats the fuck out of you. We could get some good shit off of that. Yeah, I feel. I think you should just take one for the team. I mean. I'm in line to take many for the team for the things I've said on this podcast, mm-hmm. so I think it's totally fair. Fine. Okay, good. Good. You hear that, Dominic Mysterio? I'm not scared of you. <laughs> about a donut? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has approved the Dolphins to hold games at the full capacity of 65,000. If this doesn't turn into the obvious COVID spike we expect... WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium could happen at full capacity next year. Fingers crossed, man. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, hot spots. Keep the shit I down. think what you mean is like a super spreader event. Yeah. That's what that would be considered as. Right. And all of a sudden, all of Florida is infected because fucking 65,000 people decided, oh, let's go watch this football game in person. Not just 65,000 people, but 65,000. <laughs> no offense if you're not this, but it does obviously cover, but disgusting, dirty people. Yes. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry, Florida, but you know who you are. Listen. There's, they, they don't say Florida man for nothing. Indeed. Uh, Netflix has canceled Glow due to COVID. They were apparently in the middle of filming the fourth season when the lockdown started. Taya Valkyrie released a statement saying she was scheduled to be on the show that season. I know I already mentioned this, but I'm very upset. I know. Very upset because 
Alright, I'm not that upset because it looks like the way they ended the last season could have could have very well been the last one. Mm-hmm. But I was looking forward to watching more of it. Yeah, me too. Like they they unintentionally gave themselves an easy out. <sighs> yeah. There's no fairness in this world. Nope. Netflix hates women. I don't think so. Speaking of Netflix, <laughs> I Am Vengeance, starring Wade Barrett and Vinnie Jones, is coming nope, to Netflix later this month. Sorry. What? Nope, not watching it. No. Nope. I would see it. You know, I'm, I, I like Vinnie Jones a lot. Also, you watch movies? Every now and then. Uh-huh. I watched a movie. A, f- a mutual friend of ours recommended a movie called 12 Hours or something. Mm-hmm. And Mick Foley, because Mick Foley was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this sounds great. If Mick Foley's in it, I'm going to watch it. You know who else is in it? Nope. David Arquette. Ah. David Arquette got more screen time than Mick Foley, who I watched it for. And Mick Foley was there for a scene. I watched the whole freaking movie. Oh, I'm sorry. One scene in the movie and a brief scene before the credits roll. Hmm. Because, like, in the movie, he's like a guy that buys organs. Like, illegally. And this nurse lady and her cousin is supposed to get him, like, uh, a kidney. Mm-hmm. But the the dumb cousin lost the kidney. I remember so she... seeing the trailer for this. And yeah, I remember it's... really not being sure if it was supposed to be a comedy or not. It's kind of, like, like maybe, like it tried to be. <laughs> I think that was the intention. Okay. That's not a glowing review. But I did not like it. Alright, but this... Wade Barrett is the main character, and Vinnie Jones is the main villain. Okay. And if I remember, I will post the uh, trailer on the Booker site later today. Let me see I, I wonder if he's going to promote it on NXT. Like he should do it like it's his own, like it's his own podcast. That'd be great. Well, like they're calling a match, and he'll he'll Jericho segue is like. Now, I'd love to continue to talk about this match between Kushida and Velveteen Dream, <laughs> but my movie is coming out, and I'm going to fight Vinnie Jones. Check it out. Back to the match. Something like that. Let me Google it real quick. I Am Vengeance. Check out my movie, I Am Vengeance, where I'm going to punch Vinnie Jones in the face. Yeah. I tried to... I tried to hit him with the boom, and they're like, nah. <laughs> or whatever. Alright, well that's all the NRB. Kushida. Yes, that's all the NRB for now. Yeah, no, that's enough. We spent 26 minutes on that. That's enough. Alright, alright, alright. That's enough. So we got I'm the results news of... from the network. Huh? Our network, our podcast network, they send a lot of notes. They do. All right. A lot of notes. You need to be more optimistic when talking about aggravated kidnapping or whatever. Oh, okay. You. you need to be more positive about a, maybe a murder. This is ridiculous. So not say allegedly, say notes. positively? Yeah. Okay. Like, you have to do like a... Like, because people can sense your smile mm-hmm. when you're speaking. So you have to do like a... 
you need to do like a Diamond Dallas page, positively page, mm-hmm. when he was, you know, doing that. When he was doing that, you gotcha. should do that. Yeah, just like that. Like, I, I'm not looking for kidnap, maybe trying to kidnap the Undertaker's wife at the time, but not quite that. Okay? Right. Okay. Really stretch out that potato you're growing into. Really stretch <laughs> it out. So, takeover or draft? Well, we could just get through takeover pretty easy and then really talk about the draft because to talk about the draft, we have to talk about what happened. We got to talk about what's going to happen, what might happen, what might not happen, or whatever. There's a lot of ground to cover. There is. So, starting with NXT TakeOver 31. Uh, There's too many of those. They're already at 31. Yeah. They're going to catch up. They're going to pass WrestleMania. Well, yeah. There's like four or five or six TakeOvers a year. Yeah. Eventually, they'll probably do like In Your House 2 and then In Your House 3. And they'll do War Games 3 and 4. Halloween Havoc 7. We get it. Yeah. So, the North American Championship took the stage first, and the champ came out first, and you know that bugs me. I know, and I told you. I told you, freaking A. You're like, a title's gotta change hands, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, no titles have to change hands. Spoiler alert. Whatever. The rest of the <laughs> podcast. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's freaking Saturday or Sunday. If they don't know, then they're not really wrestling fans. Guess not. <laughs> well, I, yeah, that's right. I revoked it. Listen, you can get away with not watching one of those WWE pay-per-views you get so bad at, guys. But it, you're doing yourself a great disservice not watching TakeOver. Yes. I guess there's no judgment-free zone here. Mm-mm. Okay. All judgment. What is this, Planet Fitness? Huh. What, do you want a pizza? Actually, I'm going to have pizza later. All right, quit showing off. All right. Um, so Priest retained, as we know, with a rope-assisted reckoning. Um, I think the only memorable part of the match was the dive to the outside with the two security goofs and uh, the low blow. But there was a lot of wrestling this week. There's a lot of, like... Like, I didn't point it out. I think the guy from Botchamania pointed out. But, like, pretty much the same basic NXT formula for, like, all their matches. Like, cheaty thing here, and even if the heel cheats, they still manage to lose somehow. Like, it's a whole thing. The only, like, the the match that didn't do anything like that was the last match. True. Candice tried to cheat. Johnny tried to cheat. Uh... I think Dream tried to cheat. I don't know. I think Kushida broke his... Well, Kushida his, um, attacked before the match started, so maybe that was the gimmick of that match. Maybe. I don't know. And then he uh, he held the hoverboard lock on after the match. I thought for a second they were going to do what, that thing where they like reversed the decision. I was wondering that. I'm like, don't do this. Or, actually, you know what? It would have been so bad because it's not like it's a thing that they always do. Mm. Like, I don't remember the last time that's happened. For a second, I thought that Sasha was 
you know, gonna get disqualified by not adhering to the count. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I I think they haven't done that yet in NXT. Well, there's still time. Indeed. Um. So yeah, Escobar tried to cheat with his uh, buddies coming down to ringside, but Ashanti the Adonis, who I think I've heard of once before this, might have seen him in Evolve, I don't even know, uh, came down to help Isaiah Swerve Scott fight them off. Okay, so check this out. This is the quote I was talking about for TakeOver. I just wanted to say this before I forgot. Mm-hmm. I This is from the official Botchamania fan page. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Most of y'all know. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to take a TakeOver seriously when it's all singles matches, as 75% of them have the exact same one wrestler cheats or distracts the ref or this interference, and here comes all caps. But it's not the end. And then the other wrestler hits their finisher. But that's not the end either. And then we get the end structure. Hmm. I know they have to make these events feel super special. But when the majority of these matches have the same finish, then it ain't special anymore. I love Meatloaf. But if I saw him live and he played Bad Out of Hell three times, I'd be sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, True. But if they're not doing that, then they're doing the WWE formula. I think you could find a middle place. I think that's what WWE tries to do. I think WWE tries to be the middle place where every match will have like a different kind, different type of feel. I think these are just extremes. Like, I I think there's a middle. Like, I really don't think you have to do it their way or the NXT way. But it's like, what would you rather have if like 75% matches have the same structure mm-hmm. or I don't know. At least one Excuse thing me. NXT flat out has not done is thrown out a pay-per-view match. Like say yeah. say no too much interference. Um I'm, I'm I'm just done. I'm going to the back. You guys Look, keep fighting or don't. I don't give a shit. The match is over. Fuck it all. NXT is not perfect, mm-hmm. you know. They did have Keith Lee get attacked by a fireball, but I digress. <laughs> And the overacting was just, it killed me. <laughs> I'm on fireball. Someone should take that song and freaking put it to that freaking gif. Somebody probably has. We just haven't seen it yet. That's right. So, <clears throat> the, so after, so are we on the Kushida match? Is that what we're talking about now? That, that was the second match, yes. Doc Brown versus Marty McFly? Yes. Velveteen Dream that dressed like an old man that likes to hang out with high school teenagers? So that's what he does. Allegedly. Interesting. Allegedly. Do you oh, think... I can't say allegedly. Positively. Do you see the memes According about to our focus groups. people say Kushida broke Dream's tweeting arm to, so he can't <laughs> no. ask what school do you go to? <laughs> I don't see these memes. I'm not seeing them. I don't get it. Okay. Listen, it's not my job to educate old men. Yes, not. You could retweet every now and then, and I'll see it. Oh, yeah. Because I look at it on my computer now, because I don't have it on my phone again. Right. There's still a little thing you can click. I don't care about you. Okay. So... <laughs> so for the Cruiserweight Championship, we had we already mentioned that... uh. Legado del Fantasma came down to ringside during the match to distract. Shanti the Adonis 
made his NXT debut to I didn't care. Him off. <laughs> I'm like, he's got a friend. That's cool. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> it didn't help him win. Right. Like, it probably would have been more meaningful if it helped him win. Probably. But I just don't <laughs> see them taking the belt off this guy anytime soon. Mm. Yeah, I, I think they should. Like, I think he's been doing a lot of good work on 205 Live from what I've read. Because I don't watch 205 Live. Cause I don't watch it either. I did watch NXT UK for a little bit. I, I think nine hours of wrestling in a week is, as it is, a lot. Yeah, I had to crutch it down into a day. I did it yesterday. Except for Raw, which I saw the day of. Yeah. It's rough. It's I a lot. I take over. I watch the day of. Mm-hmm. Next match was the women's championship. Two ref bumps, kind of? Yeah, it's, you know, the Johnny Gargano way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And look, and look, everybody, Ember Moon's back. And look, Tony Storm's back. Tony Storm being back was better than Ember Moon being back. I think they messed up. They should have had Tony Storm show up and have Ember Moon on a dub video. Like, why Why are you doing two returns in the same segment? Why not? It's like, look, guys, the women's division, it's its its heating up now. Well, yeah, that's going to be the initial reaction, but two at once is a lot. It's like, let's let one of these images settle and get happy about this person being back, and then debut the other one. I, I think you're saying this because Ember Moon was eclipsed. See, I don't know if she was. I think the NXT... You get it? Because yeah, because her move is the eclipse, and yeah. the eclipse is what... Okay. Yeah. Um, what the fuck ever, bro? Shinzaro is never getting over! Doesn't matter how hard you try to bury me! I'm not talking about Shinzaro. I'm not trying to bury you either. I'm just saying... Oh, I see. Your joke. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just a dad joke, and you're like, ah, ah, ah. You see what I did there? Ah. Listen, I'm I'm just trying to keep an eye on my up dog. You know, you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta really keep an eye on that. You, you keep working on that. Yeah. Well, if I did, it's an onion. You know. Right. Apparently, <laughs> I saw that part also. I was like, wow, they're really doing that. These people who. I did. I barely caught their names, and have never seen before. I think I've seen them once before lose on a NXT UK show. Probably. So he's talking about a tag team in NXT UK that, you know, they interrupted the uh, an interviewer who was about to ask him a question. They're like, "Oh, oh wait, I know what you're going to ask us. You're going to ask us about blah blah blah." And it's like, well, at that point, oh, he said, "Hold your questions." I know what you're going to ask, but it's like, why even? What's the point of that? For you to do this. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, it's like saying it is what it is. You're just not saying anything. No, you're saying it is what it is. Right. But, That's something. But there's no substance. Well, I think it's better than just standing there and not saying <laughs> words. Slightly. Right? Slightly. Slightly. Maybe. 
Although, if anyone's going to stand around and not say words, it's Chris Jericho. Wait, what? Remember that gimmick? Oh, yeah. He came back and he was, like, all excited. Mm -hmm. And he's going to say a thing and he just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And that just gets everybody mad. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great promo. It was so good. It was fucking Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Doing it right now. I know. Anyway, um, two ref bumps, Johnny with a ref shirt. The ref's like, give me back my shirt. Meanwhile, he didn't take the ref's shirt, I think. Maybe it's because he, I was thinking it was like, somehow, like, it's like, are you the only referee here tonight? And that it's your shirt, and it doesn't even have the official WWE logo on it. So why do you have a ref shirt that doesn't have the logo on it that you're wearing? Like, he's literally wearing a referee shirt that has the logo thing on it. And Johnny's just wearing some referee shirt you could buy at Kohl's. Mm. Kohl's, eh? Interesting mention. I picked a random department store where you just buy cheap clothes. One that I would have said Kmart, but I don't know how many are left. Yeah, but, you know, one that your, your favorite orange man was uh, prominently, as I'm told, advertising in something that he did. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. And I think that it's not my favorite orange man. He's the only orange man. (laughs) I don't know any other ones. Christian. He's not! He's just tan! You're such a hater. You've always been jealous of Christian because I'd rather be friends with him than be friends with you. (laughs) Really? He won't answer my emails. Listen, okay, that's got to be the worst insult ever. (laughs) All right. Okay. I I don't. Like I, I didn't you, mean if that. If I thought you believed that, I would really be hurt, and I'd probably just All hang right. up. I don't mean that. What I meant to say is, when I was trying to start a wrestling podcast, I was trying to get him, and he wouldn't answer my emails. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. <laughs> and then oh. he decides to get an actual pod, another open a podcast with his stupid famous friend. <laughs> that actually wrestled and knows how to do things. So, would, would, would the podcast have been called Jaron Christian, the CLBs? Sure, I don't care. As long as we get to do a podcast together, you can call me whatever you want. Alright. I will remember that. <laughs> I, I just uh. think that two returns, literally in one segment, is much. Though there was only one women's wrestling match, where did you want it? Have the second Did one you want it not at, to be at a takeover? Oh, come on. It's Tony Storm. She deserves better than just a regular episode of NXT. Then put Emma Moon there. But they did this whole thing with the motorcycle. You know, this motorcycle, apparently she was 14 months in isolation, but then she got on her motorcycle and just started riding. Alright. Here she is got new music whatever new entrance i i like the change changes usually changes can be scary i like the change for her somebody needs to get her new shirt all those holes in it poor girl they weren't paying her when she was hurt that's unbelievable all right she could have headed to kohl's and got herself a nice new shirt (laughs) down with the kohl's so then was the main event which was I think great. I love the main event. Yeah, I just wish that they didn't do dumb shit. Like, Kyle O'Reilly was turning 
fed Balor's legs into Linguini. Mm-hmm. Like, he had him. It was like, not like five minutes after nearly tapping him, like, Balor's able to jump and stomp on his chest twice, then climb to the top rope and then coup de gras him. Mm-hmm. Can we can we sell just slightly a little bit more on that, or do like a different finish? Like you could have still won the match. I feel like we all forgot but, like, about. Don't work the body part so much then. I know. I feel like with that and with Finn's jaw injury and all and the blood that we kind of forgot about um, the liver shot to Kyle. Or yeah. Was it was that? Well, that'll take you down. Yeah. But, like, on his part, he was doing everything that they did at that. Like, the whole match was great. Mm-hmm. But Kyle did great his part. But it's like, I guess Finn Balor's this otherworldly creature whose legs were just titanium. Or adrenaline. But, yeah, adrenaline. You could always attribute it to adrenaline. Mm-hmm. It's true. Hey, if... if uh. 98-pound mom can lift a bus off a kid. I want to see this. I want to see the video. They didn't have cell phones at the time. That's made up. I don't care. Listen, <laughs> fake news. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Which, oh, man. There, there was a a weird or cringy promo that on SmackDown that afterwards it cut to Cole and Graves and they were looking at the camera, silent, and then they just looked at each other and they looked back at the camera and I'm like, Cole's absolutely going to open this one, nevertheless. And he did. And he fucking did. <laughs> well, what else is there to say? I'm sorry, is nevertheless just as invaluable as it is what it is? No, it's just overused by Michael Cole. Listen, you've been doing this as long as he has. And right I want to take you back ra- to last night on SmackDown. When Michael okay, Cole take- said, I want to take you back. And nevertheless, way too often. Before you interrupted me, I was just trying to say he's trying to raise three clones. Okay, <laughs> it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, nevertheless, uh, great. Let's move on here. That's it for Takeover. Should we sidle straight on into NXT and then talk about Raw, SmackDown, and Draft? Yeah, we could quickly get through this. Uh, all right, wait, Ridge Holland. I'm surprised he wasn't on your hurt list because he's hurt. Did you watch? I watched. I didn't see anything on on my dirt sheets here. When there was a spot with uh, he was fighting Odie. Uh, oh yeah, it looked like Birch. his knee gave out. Yeah, um, he was fighting Birch, and this is one of those things. Like I, I wanted to bring this up because you know how I always say like sometimes less is more. Yeah, like Odie Lorkin doesn't have to do a dive to the outside. But I think the the, the spot was supposed to be maybe Ridge Holland catches him. Yeah, and then tosses him. And then I was thinking that he just rams him into the apron mm-hmm. thing. Like ca- like catches him at like a crossbody and then like a ram mm-hmm. into the apron edge thing. Yeah. Basically taking them both out. I think maybe that's what it was supposed to be. But it could have also been maybe toss them. But then it's like, and then the, that shit happened. And who knows how long he'll be out because it looked bad. Yeah, the ref, like, climbed on top of his knee to protect the knee and, like, was waving him off. Another ref gave the X immediately. Yeah. So, I don't know. I obviously haven't heard anything about it. Obviously. 
but you know it happened on TV, and they did a whole stretcher thing, so he has to be hurt. And like it's a heel, like why would they try to make up something to give him sympathy? Yeah, and especially since he obviously was just about to start a program with Adam Cole. Yeah, but apparently they were talking like somebody paid him to do that to Adam Cole. Yeah, um, that Wade, was weird. Yeah, Wade mentioned that he's like a mercenary. So, right. so, so maybe they'll just fast forward the storyline to, and we'll find out who who paid him. Yeah, who's trying to take Adam Cole out? Yeah, but like, I did it for the people. I did it for the Rock. So I feel like, for wrestling, there are two there are two scenarios. You you have a mercenary take out a champ, right? So that you can have an easy shot at the champ, or as champ, you have someone take out your biggest contender, your biggest you take rival. Fed Balor. Hired Ridge Holland? I don't know. So I, we, we just gotta Obviously wait for the rest of the story. Obviously, you don't know. We, we don't know. <laughs> we just gotta wait for the rest of the story at this point. Oh, God. Can we just talk about something and speculate something without saying the obvious thing <laughs> that we don't fucking know? Because we don't. <laughs> we never do. That's the podcast. <laughs> like, we, we don't fucking know. <laughs> we don't have any inside information. So, so, we admit to as such. All right, so so maybe it was Finn Balor, um, because he had to he, he has to be thinking that Adam Cole is gonna try and come back for for the world title at some point. He was that confident that he was gonna beat Kyle O'Reilly that he had Adam Cole beat up by Ridge Holland. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? Don't show up till after the match. That's look at my dick confidence right there. Well, and we all know Finn Balor's got that confidence. Yep, he's he's even got the move. Patented, yeah, he's always in Michael Cole. Just right in your face. Mm-hmm. He's all he's in your face, man. How does he do it? He, Tell me how he does it. He goes. He got the music, and then he goes on the 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 the, the ring, and he goes, "Look at my dick," <laughs> and he just does it again. And then, my dick. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. I think he's behind his own music too. I think he set that up. It's like, this is what I like to do. I like to do my, you know, check it out, guys. <laughs> and I got my jacket, you know, just show them all what I'm working with here. Yep. Guess so. I, 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 oh, that's what wins championships, that confidence. Yeah. Any, anytime I think of him, Bell, I think of back, back to uh, Moxley trying to crack him up saying, eat a carb. See, it's like, there, there, there's big dick energy, and then there's <laughs> look at my dick energy. There's two different things. Right. And that's what gets championships, apparently. I guess so. That's how you become the first universal champion and a two-time NXT champion. Don't try this at home. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, so, NXT was the Ridge Holland injury thing. That was the big thing out of it. For some reason, I feel like they had... Austin Theory wrestled two matches because he's always talking about all day. Mm-hmm. And like a booker's like, all right, fucking do two matches then. Yeah. Why and not? it's not, I thought it was going to be like a squash or like somebody's going to run in right away. But it was like a whole match that he won. And then your boy to the moon, to my boy also, comes in, does a cave in on him because mm-hmm. he wouldn't answer him. 
When I ask you a question, you answer that question. Mm-hmm. That was that was uh, Loomis. Yes. Trying to find it in my notes here. <clears throat> oh, he said, so. Grimes said that later on. Although Austin Aries did, Austin Aries, Austin Theory did wrestle Leon Ruff. It's not like he wrestled a difficult match, but the guy mm-hmm. kept being very elusive. If I was Leon Ruff, I would grease myself up too, and then also be elusive. It's like even if you catch me, mm-hmm. I could just slip out of your grip. Yep. Especially be like a tidy fella who's like really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT. Yeah. Like his finish will be the gas out. Like he'll gas you out by you not being able to catch him, and then he'll just like just push you over. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a different thing than like what Homer was doing. Remember when Homer was boxing and like Mo was his manager, and his thing was like people would keep hitting him until they got tired. And then he just pushed them over. Yes, I remember. And that. then he'd win. <laughs> I I didn't remember until you mentioned that like people keep hitting him because uh, like you're talking about gas man. I'm like Homer ran. No, they just get tired. Yeah, like uh, he was uh he was really big on the boxcar circuit. A lot of uh, homeless fellas. <laughs> mm, makes sense. Yeah. Uh. Oh, Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon teamed up for whatever, and they fought Dakota Kai and that big bitch Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Ember Moon uh, gets the, hits the eclipse on Dakota Kai. One, two, three, and that was the go home mm-hmm. for the show. For some reason, Velveteen Dream. Oh yeah, never mind. He attacked Kushida after. He got during the match. Kushida disqualified. Mm-hmm. So Champa wanted. He wasn't happy about that. Right. Uh, so I Dream, feel like Dream, Dream is like cast. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's, that's he's definitely the not sending any DMs. Um. Anywho, um, I, I didn't get anything else from that episode. Pretty. Oh, they had a Tony Storm promo. Mm-hmm. She had to like. I don't know. Um, Take some time. They revealed that, uh, well, they said that uh, Ridge Holland broke Cole's ribs. Apparently. Yeah, because he was holding his side. Yeah. That's that's the sign right there. Let's see. Grimes. Fractured jaw. I think we covered it. Like, there really wasn't that much to do, I don't think. Oh, uh, uh, was there a... Another women's match. That Wait, so oh, Johnny and Candice apparently now featuring um, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, because they got her a new TV. She bought them a new TV, and there was a USB drive included that showed how many times during the women's number one contender battle royal that Indy actually saved Candice. Yeah, you missed the part where like he's like, who she ever beat? Mm-hmm. And then like, I told you I always liked her because yep. he's watching the TV, and of course he's a fucking nerd. Mm-hmm. He's like impressive, <laughs> most impressive, which is what Darth Vader says. Right, but, like, okay. but also her nickname on the Indies was impressive Indy Hartwell. Listen, I'm not that much of a nerd. Okay, mm-hmm. congratulations, you beat me. There you go. I win. God damn it! I Dude, won, you won, I won this thing. round. 
Yeah, you want a thing, but still, Christian, if you're out there, if you want to get it on the Basement Focus <laughs> podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, dick. Shotzi Blackheart beating Zia Lee. Yeah, was, that was whatever. It's like, okay, then, this is your host. This Boa guy in a suit hands Zia Lee an envelope, and she's upset by its contents, and heads to the back. Was her family kidnapped by Yakuza? And he's like letting her know. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe, maybe they were kidnapped by Alberto. I'd say, listen, he's an actual bad man. <laughs> Not like the John Cena song. No, like he's a very bad man. He's a very, very bad man. I I get the reference. I was even thinking it too, and I'm like, I can't say that. So I'm that, wagging my finger. Yes. <laughs> Bad man, Jerry Seinfeld. Very, very bad man. <laughs> Babu Bot. Uh, a very bad man. <laughs> what a great series of episodes the Babu Bot episodes were. Babu! Babu! Jerry! <laughs> what a great show. Um, I'd watch a Seinfeld or listen to a Seinfeld podcast. Because uh, my friend Mark Williams of Pro Wrestling Magic, he listens to... There's a podcast for The Office. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, but it's by it's with um, Jenna Fisher and the woman that played Angela. Mm. So they'll watch an episode and talk about all the wacky stuff that happened behind the scenes of recording that, that episode. Cool. Right. It doesn't sound very interesting at all. But Seinfeld, I think, I'd be more interested in. Maybe not watching an episode and talking about it, but just like talking about Seinfeld. That might not be a very interesting podcast, though. So. I don't know, man. I don't. It might be. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine anyone being interested in that, though. The office thing. Apparently, the one that played Angela originally came in to um, audition for the Pam role. Yeah. Look, we need to stop this right now. Done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but there definitely are Seinfeld podcasts already. For sure. I imagine. You name it, there's a podcast. Of course. So, I think we should go straight into the draft. Because that was... Yeah, we need to, because it's, it's been an hour. That was the big I, thing this week. Um, are you sure that's the big thing? What about the fact that Ali's the leader of Retribution? <laughs> there was that, too. And so, it, it... I hope he admits to being the hacker, too, because that would wrap everything up pretty good. It would, but they'll never do that. That's just gonna, that, That'll be one of their dangling threads. Ah. Um. So, Ali, Mustafa Ali, who came in, and just as a person, he said he never he never wanted to portray a heel character, a heel foreign character, for fear of, you know, portraying a stereotype, right? Mm-hmm. So instead, he is revealed as the leader of essentially a small terrorist cell. Antifa. Right. <laughs> so I don't think... We're terrorists, the but we're not that kind of terrorists. Dude, I... Honestly, I think By you're... Like, former police officer. Yeah, so, so... I think once Monday rolls around... Because on Twitter, there's been really good threads. I think he posted a thing on, like, why each member of Retribution is in there. Mm-hmm. 
But like, I think we gotta wait till Monday, and on Monday, like, like this is where we speculate because we don't know anything. But I think because I, I, the best villains are the ones that believe what they're doing is right. Right, like Daniel Bryan with the uh, saving the planet thing. Yeah, and uh, Roman Reigns wanted to be acknowledged as the chief. Mm-hmm. Like this. This is good for him, and I've been wanting him to go heel for a while. And of course, you're the one with the always fighting back on it. I was happy, but like I think that we got to give him a chance. Like it'll probably be something that'll be justified. I think we got to stop like thinking about like these stereotypes and things like that, and just let it play out. And like it might, it might work. Now I'm absolutely willing to give it a chance. I'm just saying like, that think he about spoke it. against this kind of thing. I know he has, but he also wants to make money. Mm. That's what the wrestling... Listen, that's what the wrestling business is about. It's not, I want to just get... I want to get my message and the light and blood. <laughs> that doesn't cash checks, okay? It's about making bank. Mm-hmm. And, and the guy, you know, he's been off TV for such a long time because they had nothing for him. Mm-hmm. They're giving him something, and I think he's going to run with it. I think, I think it this could, might be... It could be good, but the friggin' nicknames, man. I can't. Like, we know who they are. We Like... I th- was Dijak in a battle royal... I don't know if he was. I think Mia Yim was. Mercedes wasn't. Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne has been on Raw a couple times with uh, partner Brendan Vink. Yeah, because there was a MVP was managing them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then he abandoned them, mm-hmm. which leads to what part of why they, why he's going after him, and the hurt business. Okay. Also, because they stepped to them. Dio Madden got put to a table by Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and nobody gave a fuck about him. Well, he was just an announcer. The the, that's not the point. He was assaulted, mm-hmm. and no one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's true, uh, especially since he was standing up for King. Yeah, you know, and Dijak got wrecked by freaking uh, Karrion Cross, and Keith Lee forgot about him. And he just went about his business to Raw. True. That, that's what, I think that's his side. Like, I'm not saying that's what happened, but it's a, everything's a point of view. So it could work. So, yeah, um, they, could, they could say that the WWE creates toxicity in people. They throw money at, at people like Keith Lee, making him forget his friend. Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. You know. Ugh. That you, you can't throw that amount of money. You need to back the truck up. Uh, do you need you need to call bricks? Mm-hmm. They're the only ones qualified to move that kind of money. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think it, it's going to be interesting what they do, especially with the whole drafting thing. Uh, like you know, which we're going to talk about right now. Like, yes. So biggest... I, I want to talk about the draft first and how for two years in a row they're starting on Friday and ending it on Monday. Which is gonna, which completely fucks up, fucks us up because we record on Saturday. I mean, that's okay because then we could talk about it again after the dust settles after SmackDown on Friday. Right. So I feel like rather than saying this one was drafted to Raw, blah blah blah, they should say that this one we're keeping them. Yeah. 
Like, Raw has decided to retain this one. Well, I think it's like, if they're in the pool, they probably wanted to grab them before the other guys grabbed them. Yeah, but why wouldn't all like, the Like, once first... you're in the pool, you're, you're in the pool. Like, if you don't get picked, you stay where you are. No, they said, so I have the rules here. It says, any undrafted superstars will immediately be declared free agents and able to sign with the brand of their choosing. Okay, so that's just a their loophole of saying we're going to do what we want here. Right. E- even though, so, oh, hey, Man- Mandy just was traded to Raw two weeks ago. And now, hey, Raw's going to draft Mandy and Dana Brooke. That's, ugh. I got really mad at stuff like that. Because it's like, you're not doing anything. You're really not. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, you just want to have them. But you're not doing anything. You're wasting a spot. Mm-hmm. What angered me the most is they basically moved the Mysterio Rollins gimmick to Friday. Yep. Everybody involved, because if you didn't see it, talking smack guys, Murphy also got moved to SmackDown. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I, I really thought it was over and that we'd be free. But then once I heard... Dominic Mysterio, I'm like, oh god. Oh god. Yeah, well it was Dominic and Ray together as if they're a tag team. Which is weird because they're not. Right. And like this is what confuses me. One of the big things that happened was that the New Day, after winning the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, got drafted to Smack to Raw. Mm-hmm. And Big E was drafted to SmackDown. Right. But here's the thing. I have the pool for Friday. Mm-hmm. And it does not have Big E in it. It has the New Day. But uh, it says... So I'm looking at the rules here. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Tag teams will count as one pick unless Fox or USA Network, in conjunction with WWE officials, wants to pick one superstar from the team. Hmm. I don't like it. Oh, I, don't I like think it I think Monday because I people are like, oh, why are they breaking them up? Why are they doing it like this, like out of nowhere? Why wouldn't they even build up an angle? I'm like, this might be the actual angle. Like that might be the beginning right there. The the thing is, as of right now, they're just split up because the pools for the raw for the picks that happen on SmackDown and the picks that are made on Raw, the pools that they can pick from are different. I know that. So, theoretically, this is permanent until a trade is made. I understand, which is what I was trying to get at. Years ago, Triple H was drafted to SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And then five seconds later, he's on Raw. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, I think this might change, is what I mean. Yeah. Like, something might happen on Raw where they'll get Big E or they'll trade for him or something. Like, maybe. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this is going to be, let let them separate. It's going to be the beginning of Big E. Singles push. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, but like five minutes ago, Kofi Kingston, still a member of the New Day, was on a big singles push. I don't know. Was he WWE champion? Was Did we he? forget about that? Like, you could still have a singles run and be a part of the, your crew. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. 
Like, it should, it should be this way. Hmm. Like, so, alright, so the New Day <laughs> are Raw, but that doesn't mean Big E's gonna show up on Raw, unless they do a trade. Right. So, you want me to tell you the, uh, the two sets of pools? There's another set of pools? Well, because there was Friday, the Friday's one we pool just and Monday's about? pool. Alright, fine. So, Friday, the available picks were Asuka, Sasha, Bianca, Dana Brooke, Humberto Carrillo, Elias, Angel Garza, Drew Gulak, Heavy Machinery, Her Business, Mickey James, Lucha House Party, Drew McIntyre, Murphy, Mysterios, Naomi, New Day, Roman, Ricochet, Seth, Mandy, Shayna, Naya, Shorty G, AJ Styles, and Jay Uso. Monday's pool is a longer list. Andrade, Bailey, Aleister Black, Alexa Bliss, Daniel Bryan, Carmella, King Corbin, Apollo Crews, Nikki Cross, Dabakato, which is interesting because, well, yeah, he's raw, I guess. Dolphin Rude, Eric of the Viking Raiders. I guess Ivar is just out with injury, even though Eric is out with surgery now also, but whatever. Lacey Evans, Charlotte Flair, Jeff Hardy, Billy Kay, Lana, Keith Lee, Miz and Morrison, Riddick Moss, Natalia, Titus O'Neil, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, R-Truth, Retribution, which apparently they have to be all in caps, as are all the um, nicknames, Matt Riddle, Riot Squad, Peyton Royce, Arturo Huas, again, I guess he's raw because he's raw and raw underground, Sheamus, uh, Shinzaro, Street Profits, Braun Strowman, Tamina, Tazawa, Selena Vega, Bray Wyatt, and Sami Zayn. Alright, so they're gonna move the Street Profits to SmackDown. Right, to keep them with Bianca Belair. Yeah. Um, no Peyton Royce in the pool. Unless I missed it. You missed it. Okay. I said her between Riot Squad and Arturo Huas. Well, you should have said her name right next to Billy Kay, you asshole. They didn't have it in that order. This is in alphabetical order by last name, finally, for some reason, except Andrade and Bailey, because they don't have last names. And Carmella. Andrade is a state of mind. You know, it's a vibe. <laughs> it's really, it's a vibe. Uh, I think they should, they're probably going to waste their, dra- their picks on Andrade to Raw. A hundred percent. I guarantee it. Maybe. It's going to be one of those things. Of course, SmackDown is going to pick Bailey. Mm-hmm. You know, freaking... I don't know what else they could really do. Like, would they move? Oh, by the way, called it AJ Styles to freaking Raw. You did. I fucking told you. Weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, Well, damn. Damn. I'm trying to think, like... Would Lacey Evans find, like, new life on Raw? Would it even matter? No. I'd say Billy Kay. They, they've tried just, they tried a few things with Lacey Evans. Remember the heel thing she was doing with Corbin that got dropped, and then she's a face all of a sudden, and now she's a heel again all of a sudden, and they dropped the uh, sassy? Yeah. I think Billy Kay should go to SmackDown. They'll keep Peyton Royce on Raw. Mm-hmm. If they're really gonna separate them, they're gonna have to separate them. Um, yeah, anyone that and anyone that was recently traded from SmackDown to Raw is gonna stay there, like Dolphin Rude. Yeah, and I bet you in, in, in Raw fashion, I'm sorry, in WWE fashion, they're gonna waste picks on them. Yeah, which is 
look, so no disrespect to those guys, but their time is up. They had their time. Mm-hmm. It sucks for Bobby Roode. I kind of wish James Storm was there, but I digress. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what do you think? Like, I'm just sitting here guessing. Like, who should go where? You're, you're better guessing than I am. Um, I'm wondering if the squad could go to SmackDown because they're doing Raw, right? They are Raw. Okay, yeah. Because um, Nia and Shane just got quote unquote moved to SmackDown. Um, and they were on Raw initially before becoming the women's tag team champions. Wait, did I miss something? They got drafted to to SmackDown. That was on Talking Smack or on SmackDown? SmackDown. Huh. Okay. I'll tell you which round it was. <laughs> One. Second round. Okay. Fucking supercar. That's when, uh, yeah. That's, that was the round that AJ got moved to Raw, Sasha to SmackDown, Naomi to Raw, Bianca to SmackDown, and Shane and Nia okay. to Raw. Oh, oh, they're on Raw? Oh, whoops. Yeah, they're Raw superstars, so I guess that's why it didn't register for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Derp. Um, my bad. I have the list in front of me, too. I'm, lo- I'm so looking at it from my notes. I have a list here also, but they have it by Raw and by SmackDown. I have it, uh, in my notes, I had it the way S- Stephanie had announced it, and I had highlighted anything that's actually a move. Okay, this, this is weird. Mm-hmm. So, Miz and Morrison are in the draft pool for Monday? Hey, hey, ho, ho. Uh, yeah. They, they were just, just got drafted that's on true. Friday. So let me look at the Friday. That's retarded. I'm sorry. Uh, that is dumb. <laughs> well, this is, these are the pools as of, I'm I'm looking at WWE.com. This as of I'm looking I'm looking at the pools as of Thursday. That's weird. They probably That's very interesting. They're on the Monday draft pool, but they weren't on the Friday draft pool. They probably they probably just switched pools then. No, they just fucked up. Because Roman Reigns is on the Friday draft pool and so is uh Drew, but they got drafted to the right places. I don't know. They're idiots. <laughs> Let's just leave the, it at the that. The draft is like, stupid. And the announcers are like, oh, this, this one's going to be do big things on Raw. They, they, they've been on Raw and haven't done shit. What makes you think now, because they're drafted to Raw for 2020, 2021 season, quote-unquote, that now they can yeah. do things? What the fuck is the difference? I bet there's going to be a thing where Sami Zayn's pissed because like, they just picked him later. Like, not like a first-round draft pick, but like third. Oh, yeah, 100%. Or like a, a Raw Talk mm-hmm. <laughs> trade, just like Tucker, guys. Because mm-hmm. now Tucker, R.I.P. Tucker, is a part of the Raw brand. Heavy Machinery is officially no more. Uh, Unless there's a move or something. Yeah, but let's just... <laughs> Let's just call it like it is here. <laughs> well, I saw... I, I didn't look at the article, but I saw a headline that said that there are discussions on how to get the briefcase off of Otis. I heard Vince loves Otis, and he doesn't want that. I didn't hear that. I'm not saying it's not true. Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey. They might move him to Raw. 
I think he he might go to Raw because he's put over everyone he can on SmackDown. True. I think him teaming with Riddle was his last uh his last SmackDown match. Mm, makes sense. They'd even they'd even sort of tease that Riddle said. Sorry, Michael Cole said that Matt Riddle said on social media that he wants to tag with uh, Jeff Hardy in case he gets moved. What do they base their picks on? Because Ricochet has done nothing but get his ass kicked, Mm -hmm. but they specifically, Raw specifically picked him. Don't know. What kind of business move is this? I don't know. I, uh, I can't make sense of that. All right, so like like I would... like if this is an actual coach say, saying players I want on a team, and I'm picking the hurt business, which makes a lot of sense. Why would I also pick the guy that the hurt business has been beating up for two months now? Because you got if you're gonna bring the team, you might as well bring one of their favorite punching bags, Rich. Right, but why you not give think them about an, these a, things? A shiny new punching bag. Well, they're accustomed to this punching bag. They like it. It's very worn in. You never had something that like you like it so much. You know, no matter how beat up it gets, it's just, boy, does it know how to take your pounding specifically. What are you referring to? Because that sounds weird. A punching bag. I never had a punching bag. Well, that's a shock. Anyway. um, If you saw my arms, you'd understand. It's Riddick Moss. All right, so Raw is probably going to take Keith Lee. <coughs> I could see Keith uh, Lee getting over huge on SmackDown. I, he could get over huge anywhere. True. I'm surprised they didn't include NXT this year. That would have been cool. I, ju- I just think, especially with the COVID outbreak down there, that they went safe. I think Aleister Black and Zelina Vega are going to go to SmackDown. Hmm. Uh, keep Andrade on Raw. Bailey, okay, yeah, I'm going down the list. Bailey stays on SmackDown. I already said Alistair Black. Alexa Bliss, wherever the feed goes, he's not on the list, so she's going to stay on SmackDown. Bray's on the list. Goddamn Alexa. Hmm. All right. Oh, goddamn this bitch. I hate this bitch. I don't like how good her hearing is. Oh, my God. She's still going. Can you hear this? Oh, your Ale- your Alexa machine. No, I can't. All right, good. All right. I thought so you were talking about me... Alexa Bliss for a second. I'm I'm like, well, the fiend just talks to her in her head, so of course she's going to hear it. All right, so I think it's because they don't color code this well. Like the they have Bray Wyatt's name on the raw side of the graphic. I don't like that. Hmm. Why can't you just keep people where they're from? Ooh, unless this is a spoiler alert. What if this is exactly where they're going to wind up? Could be. You're looking at WWE.com, you said, right? Yeah. Because it's a graphic. So just to... um, Anything for anyone that is listening that didn't see uh, Talking Smack, Carrillo got drafted to Raw, which is not a change. Murphy, as you mentioned, got drafted to SmackDown, which is a change. That um, Gulak, Gulak to Raw, I, I think, is not a change. It's not a change, but he's been in the gimmick with uh, Tozawa and Truth. Yes. Uh, Kalisto to SmackDown is not a change, I don't think. No, because no. Lucha House Party. Yes. And Tucker to Raw is a change. Ooh, maybe... 
maybe Tucker could kind of spy on Mandy Rose, see her new, who her new boyfriend is, or or to let Otis know if it's true that Mandy's moved on. They, yeah, they could kind of still continue that storyline a bit because it says because the graph for Otis said he's dating Mandy Rose. He is. That's still going on. But Miz led us to believe that she's moved on. The Miz is a liar. So Tucker is going to take a look. Or nobody cares about him, and I guess we'll see. Hard B, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Daniel Bride, who's a non-entity right now, uh, will probably stay on SmackDown. Same for Shane. I don't know if they'll use a draft pick on him. They'll keep Carbella on SmackDown. Yeah, for, for Graves. Corbin, they'll keep on SmackDown. Actually, I don't know. They might move him to Raw. I feel like Seth Rollins being there, that you don't need Corbin on SmackDown. I think I it's like there that. should be like a shithead quota. Mm-hmm. Like you get one shithead <laughs> per show, so you got to switch your shitheads. So King Corbin to Raw, he'll probably be a first rounder. So where would you put Sammy then? Sammy, not only would I make it that it's done on, like, a Raw talk, <laughs> but uh, he would probably just stay on SmackDown. Okay. Because Hurt Business was drafted to Raw. Like, they have the United States Championship, unless during the thing they decided to take uh, the CEO, which would be stupid, so they won't. Mm. Like, maybe screw up one stable per season. Yeah. So, so Street Profits are moving to SmackDown. So are they going to swap tag titles? Since the Smack, SmackDown tag champs are now on Raw, and the Raw tag champs are going to be on SmackDown? You would think so. I think once it's official, they'll do that. Because it's not like... there's a It's just a different color. Yeah. Oh, did, did you catch the revelation that they said before before the draft started on SmackDown? They're like, if any champion is drafted by... A brand, the championship goes with them. Oh yeah! Like wow, holy shit! Like you be wh- the champions, keep the belts. Like why? Why the fuck wouldn't that happen? Why wouldn't that be the case, dude? That's a revelation. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh man, this fucking uh, Nikki Cross. I don't know wherever Alexa goes. I guess because they'll probably do a thing. Yeah, Nikki's tied to Alexa. Who's tied to the? Uh, Ziggler, Rude, like you already said, mm-hmm. Eric, wherever Raw on the ground is, but he's not even going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey Evans, uh, whatever, Raw, I guess. Uh, Charlotte Flair? Money anyway. Uh, yeah, I would say first round, uh, I guess SmackDown. Or maybe Raw. Not SmackDown. <laughs> I don't know, wherever she wants, doesn't matter. Yep. Uh wherever Andrade is, so probably Raw. Yeah. Um Jeff Hardy. Like I was saying Raw because I think he did everything he had to. Billy K to SmackDown. If they're split up, you're not gonna take Peyton Royce over Raw. Right. Uh Lana, I wherever Natalia goes, so they'll probably move them to SmackDown. Yeah, but then she can't well, no. She can still get put through the United States by Nia Jax. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know what? Fine. We'll go by tying people together. I, I like how 
It doesn't matter what happens. If Nia Jax and Lana are out there, Lana's going to put through the announce table. Yeah. It's like, I think at one point, Lana should put herself through an announce table. Yeah. It's like, it's like Groundhog Day where you're trying different shit, but you're still getting the same result. Yeah. And you just stuck. Except your husband trapped you in Groundhog's Day. Yes. Because, right. because he's the best man. Yep. Uh, Natalia. <laughs> yeah, Lana, whatever. Uh, Titus, I don't think that's going to be an issue. No. Uh, Randy Orton. Has Titus I think... been on TV in the past year? I think he, he was in the back for something. I think he was on Raw uh, Underground once. Actually. Yeah, he was. He was. He got beat up by Braun Strowman, I think. Makes and sense. And before that, somebody else. Yo, that reminds me. So the graphic for next week showing the Roman versus Strowman match. Mm-hmm. Why did they make Strowman's arms look small? I didn't notice. They look noticeably thinner. They noticeably. probably got orders from the tribal chief, or it's just a graphic error. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a cropping error from like whatever wherever they copied the the image from. Like maybe they were trying to. I don't know what. But, like, they slimmed his arms down bad. Maybe. His beard looks huge, so maybe his beard being so big slimmed down his arms. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. You I are. don't know how things work. <laughs> um, so, Randy, I think they'll just keep him on Raw. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll be like, oh, we want him on SmackDown. It's like, I'm not, I'm not only am I going to take the title, I'm going to take it to SmackDown. Nah, maybe not. Uh. Kevin Owens, I think he's a heel now, and he'll probably maybe go to SmackDown. Because he wrestled The Fiend. And team up with Sammy again? I wouldn't mind that. Because Sammy Zayn can't be by himself. Sure he can. He can, but he's just not... It's hard to be... He's not going to be able to just win his matches by luck mm. forever. Eventually, he's just going to... I don't know. That's... Maybe not. Like, he doesn't have to. He could just be on the same show as him. Yeah. Uh, Truth, Raw. Yeah. I guess. Retribution... I, Retribution is stupid. <laughs> like, why would you pick a group that wants to destroy everything. Why would you hire? Neither of them should pick them. That, that's true. Neither one of them should pick them. They should just stay where they are, mm-hmm. or they're free agents or whatever. If they're free agents, then they can just appear wherever. Although now, it actually, it technically says they can. Um, where'd it go? The rules. They're there. Oh, this had the freaking list also, dummy. Um, they do count Mustafa Ali as retribution. Yes. So it says, remember that, guys. Yeah, it says they're able to sign with the brand of their choosing. Okay. All right. Uh, Riddle, we did. Squad, I... T- <sighs> Listen, they just need their own Al Snow. Anyway. Um, Peyton Royce, we did. Arturo Ruas. I don't really particularly have an interest. Do you have any ideas? Which one? Mickey Ooh, and Ruas? Uh, Ruas is going to stay on Raw for Underground. I think okay. um I think they like showcasing his capoeira which always comes off well on TV. Um Yeah, cuz it's dance fighting. Yeah, and it, it it looks so blatantly different from every other fighting style that WWE showcases. Yeah. So it sort of adds to the variety 
of the variety show that is Raw. Um, and Mickey James, I th- you said I think that doesn't really matter. No, I went fast. I went Riot Squad, oh. Ruas, you know. Squad's gonna stay together because they just put them back together. So why, you know, why go through all that work already? Yep. Uh, I think Sheamus. I think after what happened on SmackDown, that their deal is done. So if they're gonna have Big E on SmackDown, they're gonna move Sheamus to Raw. Mm. I think that'll be a possibility. Okay. Because I, I just don't know what else he could do there. But then again, there's a new pool there, so who knows? Right. Uh, yeah. So if they keep Biggie separate. That's a big if. Like, at least to me, I really don't think they should do this. They really shouldn't break them up. What? But, you know, Vince. Yeah. Now, do you, now let me ask you, because obviously we saw SmackDown. Um, I was pay, I was paying attention to the draft. Like, I had my phone down. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Because I, I wanted to see, like, I want to, I want to take it all in. And I was watching and listening to, uh, I took your advice and listened. I was watching and listening to the reactions of the New Day. Do you think they knew ahead of time? I think they did, because if they really didn't, they would have reacted a lot worse than they did. Like, I, I felt like the acting in there. He looked like he was ready to cry. Well, because he really feels that. Mm-hmm. Like, if that would have actually happened. Because, mm-hmm. like, here's the thing. It's one thing to know something's going to happen, and then for it to actually happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, here's what we're going to do. It's this and that. And then when it actually happens, and you think about, oh, this is real, you know... It can hit you, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. Um, but all three are such good actors. Like I, I believe I, you know, it's hard. Yeah, I felt the whole thing. I'm like, shit. But I'm like, you know, we we've kind of always said that you know, despite Kofi having his world uh, world title run, that body type, Biggie will go far. Yeah. Work yourself into a shoot, brother. That's what happened. Exactly. And um, so I, I, I think maybe he drops some of the silliness a little bit. Maybe he, maybe the fact of his friends not being there anymore will, will, will change him a little bit, make him angrier. But I think that's the case because it's like you just don't want to like. I don't know. I I could see what would happen and be pretty freaking good. Like, righteous anger is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Some people could pull off righteous anger pretty well. Yeah. I I think he's got it. Like, the first person to just talk shit about them and be like, oh, you miss your friends or whatever? Like, I'm not scared of you. I know you. You're the bootio guy. (laughs) And that just get trucked. Mm I think the I you think sh- the Sheamus match was your preview as to what you can get. Yeah, I think those uh, giant bootios that he, pu- he that he pulled out from under the ring. I think he should have chucked those at Graves. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Them still together. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Biggie's singles career if if it stays. Uh, it'll definitely stay. It'll like the po- the whole conversation is about them being on the same show mm-hmm. like he'll he could like i don't he could still do a singles run and 
just like Kofi did, and still be the New Day. Right. What's hard about this for people? Like, it should work. I agree. Alright, so Shinsuke and Cesaro, I don't care where they go. They'll probably just stay on SmackDown. Maybe Raw takes one of them. Uh, that would suck, because they're kind of cool together. Yeah, but bring Shinsuke to Raw. Revitalize, it- redo the feud with him and AJ. Throw, t- throw the... Uh, I see a U.S. title in there. Depending on who well, else goes where. U.S. title. Yeah. Alright, I guess so. Unless... Mm. Alright. So we said Street Profits. Strowman, I think, is just going to be on SmackDown. Yeah, probably. Well, uh, it could... Either or. Like, he could still wrestle Roman Reigns on SmackDown because it was booked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tabita doesn't... Okay, Akira Tozawa, he'll probably stay on Raw. Uh, we said Zelina Vega, Bray Wyatt, same thing. Alright, that's it. You know what they should do for Shinsuke? Like, they've done the whole let's give him a mouthpiece thing, right? They've done a gimmick where someone says something in foreign language... And we have, um, what's his name say? The great Kali says, how about when he's interviewed backstage? You, like, you have someone there with, like, make it look like they have, they're using a translator on their phone to understand what he says so they can then ask him a, a follow up question, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously, the promo, if the promo is scripted anyway, make him say shit in Japanese that is the equivalent of what you wrote in the promo. And just, you take the promo, and you put that up as subtitles. What's so hard about that? I think he might get over a little better. Because, like, he obviously struggles with English a little bit. Not as much as some, more than some others. Maybe try it out. They have technology that's, like, quick like that anyway. Maybe it's not fully accurate. Maybe they can intentionally throw in some um, typos or obviously blatant words, but where we'd still understand the context to make it to make it legit, like look like we're, they're using Google Translate or something. Why not try it? I I don't. I think like <sighs> especially since he's supposed they, to be a heel anyway. I think they need to take. Like, um, a page from like Japan because you could get all over Japan without speaking the language, mm-hmm. so you should be able to do it here too. Like, he could jet, he doesn't have to do like these, he could do promos like you know, like uh, what's her name does them, um, Asuka. Not even Asuka because Asuka, the way she does it, is special to her, <laughs> like, she does it. I guess in a way that's like it it fits her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um it'd be Io Shirai, like she just does videos mm-hmm. and like she'll talk in Japanese and I'll have subtitles, like you were saying. Yeah. Do that. Just like you said. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But maybe maybe to not do like just a pre taped vignette, you know? Like do do a live interview. But like 
know, obviously you're giving him a script beforehand anyway. Instead, just give him a script in Japanese and put the English version on the screen. You should have, or you could do a mix of where he does have a mouthpiece, but it's actually someone that says what he says verbatim. Like a really good talker. Hmm. Like verbatim what he says. Like, you'd have to get a, a someone who's fluent in Japanese and could really deliver it with like an impact. It's like he, the artist Shitsuke does not wa- does not wish to waste his words. He will not lower himself to speak your American language. So I have decided for Nakamura-san <laughs> to say what he wishes for me to say. I will lower myself to your level and then just do whatever he says. Mm. Just do it. Like, he'll be speaking in Japanese, the exact words he would say, and the other guy would translate it exactly the way he wants them to. That could work, like if too. You, if you, it's like, because it's like, look, I watch a lot of anime, and sometimes I have to read. Mm-hmm. Most times, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to hear something instead of having to stare. Like, a lot of people, they don't just sit there and watch wrestling, they do other things yeah. while they do it. Mm-hmm. And the way they book these guys, if you're not Asuka, is not fair. Like, they don't give them the right attention. So why pay attention to any of the matches they have? Mm-hmm. When they're going to be damn good anyway, but it's like, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Like, if you don't care, why should I? It's that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that too. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking, like, for their uh, shoot. So, something you said that you know an English speaker can get over in Japan without speaking Japanese. I'm like, so what's Kenny Omega's excuse for being able to get over in Japan, not knowing the language, but not being able to speak well on the microphone here? And be oh, fluent because in it doesn't matter. Because they don't understand what he's saying anyway. <laughs> They're like, oh. <coughs> Oh, but here it's like he shakes his hair around. It's so oh my god! His promo where like the guy Marvez was talking to him about the tournament, mm-hmm. and he he's he's not good. No, I'm like what what I was hearing all these amazing, incredible stories about this guy, mm-hmm. and then it's this. And it's like I mean, his wrestling's okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't have like the right opponents here. Thing is, he this is like, a good segue to AEW. Good job, man. Yeah, he he's thank you. He's still working the Japanese strong style. That's why it's not really translating well because his opponents here aren't. Yeah, it's a lot of guys are just not. It's very sloppy indie type <laughs> wrestling. Mm-hmm. So. You know, with the exception, of course, of the Revival, uh, who are, what are they, uh, FTR yeah. now. I keep calling them by their uh, their non-free people name. Northerners um, name. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Like, I would have thought they were going to keep them far away from groups like Best Friends for longer, but I guess here we are. Yeah. I hate the Young Bucks. And I've hated them before. I hate them even more with this assault everybody thing and look, we have the money. Mm-hmm. But eventually you're going to run out of money. 
and you don't make that much money. Mm, EVPs. I don't know. I feel like they're EVP and title only. Like, I don't know if they get that kind of money. Like, if that's the case, then they are robbing this guy blind. Well, to be fair, I don't know if they get that kind of money either. But I know that they essentially run the tag division. Like, as far as, far as booking and creative, that's their thing. Kenny Omega handles the women's division. And I think Cody and Tony together do the singles, men's singles division. Well, he's not doing a good job with the women's division. Yeah, well... He's just not... Kenny. It's like a non-entity right now. It's another strike against Kenny. But also... It is. You know, I feel like a lot of their women... A lot of the women Green? that are there... They're, like, they're, they're indie women, and they're not at the level of... Like, even the NXT women's division. I've said this before. That's the thing. Like... I mean, Sarita Deeb is good. Sarita Deeb is very good. But she lost to Big Swole, who is not that big and not that swole. She may be strong, but swole means big, bulging muscles, and I'm not seeing that. Maybe swole for a woman, but really, I've seen swole women. I've seen, yeah. I'd say Lacey Evans is more swole than her. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, like, the best thing she's done is the stuff with Britt Baker, and that's over for her. Right. So exactly, and that um, that that dental office match was tooth and nail match was uh, not great. Yeah, it wasn't not, that entertaining. No, it's like I know um, what Novocaine does. It's meant to numb your jaw. It's not going to numb your entire leg. Right. Uh but have you tried it in your leg? No. Okay, but I I guess that yeah, that's definitely not how it works. Uh, yeah. Boy. Um, Kenny Omega sucks. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I like I, his in-ring work. I think it's a little too flashy for me. I recognize that what I don't like about it is the Japanese style. Like how, when anytime he go, he's setting up for one of his signature moves, he does a thing. Like he, there's theatrics to it. Like, he's good at wrestling, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not the worst guy they have. Right. But he's also not, I don't think he's the best in the world, like people kept saying he was. Right, exactly. And he's, he's talking, like, for I guess it's like I expected, like, amazing, incredible promos, because, like, that's how it is when people build people up to you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, boy. So, it's 30 years of Jericho. Which was the big uh, to do? He did everything this week. Yeah, he was even on camera four, as Dude, as the announcers pointed out. That in itself, the fact that he took care—first of all, it's celebrating him, and he did all the work. It's kind of like I'm surprised he wasn't on commentary too. Hmm. I think he put a lot of the matches together. I'm almost positive that he legit picked um, Serpentico and Luther for their opponents for the main event. Well. Well, I think Luther he wrestled years for years. Yeah, I think and, like, they trained when together. He started. Yeah, I think it was that they trained together in the dungeon. I think he wanted his final match to be with Lance Storm. I think I remember listening to his podcasts on it. Yeah, like, well, it might have been Lance. He was Lance Storm's final match and first match, also. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. he wants to do it like <laughs> that, you know. And Lance Just Storm like, is one of my favorite in ring workers ever. I'm surprised they're not going to give him a job. He might not be looking. 
He might want to. He might not want to. Do they have like a non-compete? Um, I don't think he's still on a non-compete clause. He he might not want to work for AEW. He might not want to burn a bridge with WWE. Mm. For when, like, for if and when COVID goes away, if more WWE jobs open back up, he doesn't want to have to say no because he's already committed. Makes sense. It's it's that I think that's part of why it's just so damn tough right now for them because it's like if I sign this, then. If COVID goes away, if there's a vaccine made in the next month, purgatory, right? You're just stuck. So you have to choose. You have to choose between not eating for a while or guaranteeing yourself to not be in WWE for the next two years or three years or whatever due to a contract. Speaking of or whatever, mm-hmm. dog collar match. What were those collars? I don't know. It's like so you know those the the clip that goes on like they a fanny pack. Kinda, yeah, it was that, but they put like a collar thing around it that snapped. You know, it had snaps. I don't mean like it broke. I mean like it had snaps <laughs> yeah. to hold it together. And yeah. on Cody's, it just didn't last two minutes. I think they wanted to make them as comfortable as possible or something, but it's not supposed to be comfortable. Like you have. Greg the Hammer Valentine in the audience, mm-hmm. like watching this, he, he was the one with Roddy Piper, a very famous one. As they told us. Yeah, as told to us by the historians. I was three, you were zero. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what month? I don't know. Because I was born in March of 83. I am aware. Uh, all right, so. Oh, <sighs> all right, theatrics aside. What do you think of the fact that Cody won? Yeah. It's like, do something else. Like, we saw you as TNT champion already. I thought we were going to get something different with Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah, it was supposed to be this tough, menacing, like, brutal guy. Right. But you beat him in this brutal match. So you're tougher than this tough, brutal guy. Yeah, so dog collar match. First of all, presumption is anything goes anything does go anybody can help you right dark order right how many of them are there 10 12 enough (laughs) so you had john silver take a punch from cody that somehow busted him open at like a second and a half into the match right they're getting ridiculous with this busting open man (laughs) just then he puts john silver in a chair for Cody to immediately drop kick, drop kick him into the second row. And then you have the lovely number 99, Anna J, come mm-hmm. out to escort him to the back. What is she, an escort? Why wouldn't you bring 10 out for that, to carry him on his back, and then bring 10 back out to help you in the match? Because 10 is the freaking biggest dude in the Dark Order besides... Um, Eve Luno and uh, Brody Lee. Right. Like, okay, maybe they should have said, maybe they should have told us that uh, Mr. Brody Lee ordered the Dark Order to not interfere in the match. I believe Anything, that. or like the Nightmare family like barred the doors to their like locker room or whatever, so they can't get out to come help. Yeah, but you don't even have to go that far, just... I mean, it's something. I'm like, why have Brandy out there 
and Anna Jay out there and have them not get into it. I thought they were going to get into it. Brandy was dressed to wrestle. That's exactly what I was saying. I'm like, she's not dressed like that just to bring him out there, right? <laughs> Although, not complaining. Not, I, I don't, I'm not complaining I lo- about anything. I love me a shot of Brandy. I'm just saying. I, I, I know. I, I agree with you. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Dustin was out there. Uh, I didn't see and haven't seen. Coach was out there, too. Yeah. He got involved. He did. And he got a, a chained fist to the gut. Um, That's plenty of cushion down there. Uh, I haven't seen QT Marshall in a couple of weeks. I wonder if he's on the COVID list. Again? Because I remember he was out for it before. Maybe he just hasn't come back from it yet. I don't know. No, he's been back. He wrestled Brody Lee. And between that, I'm pretty sure he was like in a maybe it was like a tag team match with Dustin or something. Like he was back. Okay. So like because he was with the whole nightmare family thing. Like they came after them. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad your memory's better than mine. So then I don't know why he wasn't out there with them. But again, explain it. If if you're if they're intentionally not coming out, if you're saying they're not coming out, tell us why they're not coming out. Because if Brandy's coming out, I would expect Allie to come out, kind of. Well, sorry, with especially with Dustin coming out, I'd expect QT Marshall to come out as a tag yeah, partner. Yeah, because they're a unit. Right. And if QT Marshall's coming out, I'd expect Allie to come out, which my eyes would have also appreciated very much. Because the whole feud is between the, 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 the Nightmare family and the Order. Right. Like, there was this whole thing where they said they buried Cody, like, the whole family. Yeah. Like, Anna Jay was calling herself the Queen Slayer. Yep. Drop that real quick. Yeah, it's like, okay, I guess not. Like, I don't, I don't want to try to throw shade, but was, was someone in power unhappy with that and said, I don't want you making a name off of me, calling yourself the Queen Slayer? I, I hope not. I that's don't think silly. so. I don't think that's the case. I'm sure Brandy knows she's green enough to not have any kind of ego in the business. Right. But, you know. But I don't know. We legit don't know. I would love to get an interview with someone about this to ask, ask these tough questions. These tough, tough questions. These hard questions. These rock hard questions. So that was, that was hyped as a main event. It was, I guess it was the co-main event because it was right before the last match, which was, um, Jericho and Hager versus, um, what are they called? Chaos something? Chaos something. Right. The Chaos something. Um, not the Chaos Theory. I was thinking that, but it's not the Chaos Theory. Chaos Project? That's it. And, uh, Serpentico. Oh wait, that wasn't right before that match. That was no, because that was the last match of the night. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I the actual main event. I, I guess Cody and Brody just was the main event of the first hour. Sure. Yeah, because it's in the middle. Um, but yeah, Serpentico slipped on the ropes quite a bit. Slippery ropes, man. I keep talking to you about how hot it is over there. And I notice L- Luther slipped also the the two times that he went up. Um, they. The announcers mentioned, oh, he slipped once. He looked shaky, very shaky the second time. And he took a really shitty Judas effect, too. Yeah. 
But um, on the ropes, like they they commented on his footwear that it's not standard attire, and it, it just looked like regular like tennis shoes, Skechers. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, I'm like, I know what the what the soles of those look like. They're not good for this. There's not a lot of grip. There's a reason they have regulation freaking wrestling boots or whatever. Yeah, they should they should have like almost cleats for people that want to climb the ropes. Almost cleats? Almost cleats. Like the little nubs? Yeah, rather than that, but like have like wide rows of like a wave. Wide rows where like if you climb the rope where it's wide enough that it'll grab the rope. That would make sense. What what you're doing here is wrong, sir. <laughs> I should I should I don't like this. I should design wrestling boots for high flyers. Dude, that might be your calling. Like, alright, give me a wrestling boot and a knife. That's not a knife. <laughs> it's a spoon. <sighs> alright, rest of dynamite. Cage with the drill claw to retain the FTW title. Will Hobbs, I know I, I was like, this guy's great. He needs a little bit more time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, less carbs is good carbs. Hmm. But listen. I, I he, he has the look of a former powerlifter. Or like a linebacker. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, a center. Yes, whichever. Um, a center, they're usually the bigger fellas. Okay. Um, they're the ones that are like in the middle of the line. The quarterback like gets the football from them. Like the, the quarterback has to have his hands placed firmly under his butt to get the football. Yes. Um, I was talking to someone I about football. Uh, about like powerlifters and how they have to eat like ridiculous amounts of calories in order to keep the muscle. But in doing so, you know, they get this big belly because they don't want they don't want to risk cutting back on the calories and losing muscle because of it. So they're going to get a Maybe big belly. Maybe that's it. Yeah, and that's Will Hobbs. I think that was the the that was what Jr. called uh, <laughs> Ricky Starks, Ricky Skaggs. <laughs> I looked Ricky Skaggs up. He was like a he's an old time musician, like jazz and stuff. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Jr. likes jazz. Maybe and stuff. Who knows what he's listening to when he's grilling? Grilling with Jr. So after the match, you know, Taz offered him a spot, but before he could even answer, Darby came out to fend him off, to fend off Starks and uh, Cage. Yeah, I think he might join. I'm wondering that too. He... Did that tag match happen yet? Him and Mox against... I think it was last week? Or the week before? Fuck, my memory sucks. It happened already. Okay. So eventually, it's just gonna be two old men just fucking not remembering anything. Eventually, I'll catch up to you. <laughs> Jeez, how deteriorated will my mind be at that point? I I'm scared. Hopefully, by that time, Christian answers my emails. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so TH two, the hybrid two. Why was there a hybrid one? I think they should explain that. Unless they're trying to say that they're the two of them together. Are a hybrid athlete because one does a lot of high flying and the other does high flying and submissions, which was the story that the announcer told us. Well, if this, if they're gonna tell us, then 
Sounds legit. Right. So the very limited Lucha Underground that I've seen, um, I've seen uh, Angelico, and he's very good. These two guys seem like they're good. I think I'd like them. Um, not the best mesh them versus FTR, but I guess they wanted that clash of styles. Uh, but I, I'd like to see more of them on AEW. I think they're one of the better high-flying tag teams that they have on the roster. I'd agree. They seem to tag better than uh, Lucha Brothers do. I think the story with Lucha Brothers is that they're still they're get, trying to get used to the American style versus the Mexican style, where it's Tornado style. Okay, so how many years is that going to take to grasp a simple concept? It's a good question. It's a good hard-hitting question. One that you can ask them when we <laughs> get them, an interview with them, TBD. Yep. Maybe at, maybe at Money or Nothing. Maybe, maybe at Money or Nothing, which we know is not going to happen because freaking COVID ruined Money or Nothing forever. Hey, listen. You never know. We, 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 no, we do know. <laughs> We do know because, I, as I've stated, this was a hard out, and uh, we're taking it. All right, but listen. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm, I'm still, I'm still in hype mode. I, I hear you. That's good to. That's good to know that you're you're down for life. Yes. So next week we got for the TNT title, Cody versus the one and only Orange Cassidy. I hope Orange Cassidy beats him. But, you know, Cody can't put other people over, and he's just going to keep it. You only put them over when it's time for him to stay. It's like, listen, I went and decided, I made it so I can't compete for the world title. What more do you want? No, I, you know, I'd like you to, you know, you're done with the with the TNT title, mm-hmm. and maybe let other people do something. I really, really hope he doesn't turn into a fucking Jeff Jarrett. I was just about to say Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> because anyone that watched old school TNA wrestling knows if you're turning on TV, either Jeff Jarrett's the world champion or he's fighting for the world title. He, he, Cause I, he's either defending it, running around with it, or chasing it. Because I think even Dusty, when he was booking stuff, he wasn't the top guy. I don't think. Like, I don't know enough about the old wrestling, but I don't think he was known as that type of guy. I wonder if what Cody's trying to do, if he's trying to be the Brooklyn Brawler of AEW and have guys uh, face him. Explain. Huh? Explain. Right. So, back in the 80s, Brawler was the guy that when people would come in, They'd have a tryout match with him, and it would probably air on WWE Superstars Saturday, Sunday afternoons at noon on Fox back in the day. Like I mentioned, in the 80s. Um, and he, after the match, he would give his opinion to management on whether or not this talent should be offered a contract and pushed, or say, let him, let him stay in the territories a little longer. So I wonder if Cody is kind of doing the same thing in that he's testing not only talent that's on the roster to see if they should be moved up, but new talent coming in like Eddie Kingston and um, 
Who who else signed after facing him? I don't remember. I don't. There was definitely another. Wasn't Warhorse? That's for right, sure. Right. It was before. He knew better. I think it was the week before Warhorse. That someone faced Cody, and was uh, was given a job. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> Ricky Starks. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. We just finished talking about his stupid mm-hmm. ass. Um, to where it's a tryout match against him, and if he likes the work he sees or the crowd reaction or whatever, he'll offer you a contract. And it's 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 less of a conversation than Brawler had because Cody he is. He actually put them over though. True. Like right. That's the thing. But with a title involved. I guess it's more of a reason for then the match. Then you shouldn't be having tryouts with freaking title matches then. That's what the job guys were for. Mm-hmm. But I, c- I could see them not wanting... Because, like, like, why else would Cody fight Warhorse if the title's not involved? The hype machine. Yeah, that's true. Like, w- like why would that be a, co- a conversation that happens? I want to face Cody. For what? To be on TV. Well, why Cody? Because he's the guy. But with the title, you have a storyline. It's like this person is fighting for the title. Yeah, but chances are, there's a big chance, because wrestling, that this new guy from nowhere is not going to win. Right, and that's fine. I guess that's a little pessimistic. Right, but, but like, but that also, you see, storyline-wise, A, you have Arn Anderson picking these opponents for Cody now, or at least that was the case before. With Orange Cassidy, it's different. He kind of just answered the call because I guess he was on his way out for because it's Orange Cassidy. Ah, oh, because Cody cut the babyface promo, right? Where he's like, you know, people were telling me I gotta change my attitude because they thought when I changed my hair that I'm not gonna be a good guy. Well, I do this for you, not for them. Blah blah blah. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. I blocked that out. Um. Blood on my face. I'm the man. Yeah. But but going forward, it's probably going to be the same thing. The story is that Arn's picking the opponents to test Cody, to sort of keep Cody on his toes. And obviously for the person coming in, they're coming in because they were offered a title shot, and who's who's going to say no to a title opportunity in, in any company? So it, it's a built-in story. I wonder if eventually it'll be like at Rocky Three, because at Rocky Three, for a while, Mick was picking Hammondeggers to fight uh, Rocky because he didn't think he could handle like real fighters like uh, Mr. T, like real tough killers. Like he didn't want Rocky to get hurt. So Rocky Three went into the reality of the boxing world. Kinda, yeah. Oh, you don't think I can win? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Come on, Vic. What am I supposed to do? No, you're already talking like that, so duh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe, you know, you, you kind of won by decision in the second one. Let's uh, let's take it easy. Spoiler alert. I guess, right? Well, in the first one, he lost. Spoiler alert. You never saw the. You never saw any of them, did you? So Rocky, Rocky Balboa, I think with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, it was. Really good. All right. Um, anyway. And we had the Jer- the celebration of Jericho. With uh, your boy, uh, Morgan Freeman from MJF. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Clownicola Clown. Who can't even keep his nose on. I didn't notice that. 
Hey, dude, his, I don't know if it was what he had the blanket on, but the only reason I noticed that it fell off is because Jericho was holding it in his hand. I didn't notice that either. He had a little round foam thing, and I'm like, what is that? And I saw the clown. There's like a little bit of missing paint off his nose. I'm like, oh, <laughs> because it's clown nose. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Jericho was supposed to kick the nose off his face or elbow the nose off his face, rather. I think it's just that the guy's nose fell off from having the blanket over his head. Is it me or did he... Was he supposed to be stunned by getting hit with the picture? Because it looked to me like he no-sold it. I looked like he was stunned. I thought he was. It was like, hey, why'd you do that? Because mm-hmm. it's like paper. It's not like he hit him with the frame. Or, or, or maybe that was part of the joke also. That like he, he no-sold getting hit with a picture because it doesn't hurt and no, there's no glass in it. Maybe, or we're just reading too much into nothing. Yeah, it's probably just he fucked up. It didn't sell <laughs> yeah. enough. Like, he, he looked like he was just standing there. I mean, it's paper, so yeah. you can just stand there. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's just a shock of that happening to him, like you said. Mm-hmm. I like this uh, MJF Jericho. I want to call it like a cold feud. They got to wrestle. Of course, sure, of course. So. But like a cold feud, like Cold War. Where, like, they're at war, but they're not active. Doing anything? Huh? <laughs> Where they're not doing anything, right. really? Just more, like, talking passive-aggressively? Yeah. I love it. And by the way, we're we're working on getting you that jacket. That was great. <laughs> yeah. He's never getting that jacket, is he? No, not ever. Never. Sammy's fucking great. I love Sammy's. Sammy, uh... Sammy, Sammy Zayn? I like Sammy Zayn a lot also, but I like I like Sammy Guevara a lot. All right, who win in a fight? Sammy Zayn or Sammy Guevara? Both heads tied behind their back, and they have to talk at each other. Sammy Zayn. Okay. Because <laughs> I think, like, having to listen to Sammy Zayn talk, Sammy Guevara would have to bash his own face in yeah. just for it to be over. Yeah. I think that's what would happen. Yep. Oh, anything else you want to talk about this week? We covered a lot. I think we covered yeah, all we of did. it. Yeah, we did. I think we only just didn't go through NXT and Raw, really. No, we did NXT. Your memory can't be that bad. Okay, I remember some of it. I I I, I scrolled we to talked about I, I scrolled to Drake and uh, Drake and Dane versus Ever Rise, and remember not mentioning it. Yeah, we really didn't talk about that because I didn't care about it. But if you cared about it, then that's your problem. It Listen, is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like yeah, we did the important stuff with Raw with the whole hurt uh, the the what's those guys' names the uh, rep, rep reputation yes revelation reparations retributions reparations oh my god <laughs> imagine <laughs> retribution where I wonder if that was somebody's idea how about reparations and ah no 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 forget that. a fucking rabbit hole listen fuck that. Alright, but yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, alright, cool. Oh, uh, Murphy and Rollins no more. They split. Yeah, it would kind of. So. Unless that's part of the plan. Eh, great or good. Joe, yeah, Seth, Seth, Seth had a different look on SmackDown. Yeah, he was wearing a suit. He was that. Um, his hair was a little different. I couldn't quite see how. He used Pantene Pro-V. I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's it, guys. I think we did it. And then we're going to think about something off air, and then whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't even worry about it. Rich, do the stuff that you... If you, want, if you want to email us, you can do so by emailing basementpokers at gmail.com. We are, of course, all over all your social medias. Twitter at basementchair, Everett Sarir at basementbookers. We have an Instagram, basementbookerspod. I don't know if I have to say the at, but if I do, you freaking know where it goes. It's obviously at the fucking very beginning. Um, Facebook page, basementbookers. Shocker. Surprising name for that. Um, and this podcast can be found Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google, whatever, and anywhere you can find a podcast. Jer, as always, has a parting message. Well, this is a different parting message. Mickey James Aldis posted a little at WWE hashtag free agent fun fact for you. Mickey James has more career and title wins than Humberto Carrillo, Murphy, Drew Gulak, Tucker, Lucha House Party, and Shorty G combined. Enjoy your day. Hashtag no offense, fellas. Hashtag you seem like nice folks. Hashtag just the facts. Hashtag I'm a free agent. And hashtag free agent Mickey. Everyone that wasn't drafted last night on SmackDown is technically a free agent right now. Yep. Except I, I, I guess the exception would be anyone that isn't in any of the pools. What determines these pools? I don't know because some superstars are theoretically excluded from the pools. She just says she's better than them. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, but. Listen. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So, you know, you make it count or don't. It's, it's a free country. But either way, do what the man says. Follow the bookers.